0: Here's a news flash. Surprise, surprise. Well, look at you. The whole world is watching for my next move. Oh my God. Times have changed. There are no rules. You're gonna love
1: it. Hi, and welcome to Skip Intro, the podcast from Binge, all about the world's best television. Each week we're here to discuss the biggest new shows on Binge, along with our dinner party recommendations. My name is John Bowen, here with Ali Hobart-Burns, and together we look after all the great shows and movies that you see on Binge. Ali, we are here this week to talk about two of those great shows.
0: That's right, John. We have new Law & Order, a reboot (laughs) of the traditional Law & Order that just dropped, And Love Has Won, The Cult of Mother God, a new documentary series coming to us from HBO. Should we get stuck into it?
1: Yeah. Well, let's head to the main streets of New York for Law and Order. It's okay to play the hero as long as you win.
0: We're asking the jury to convict someone for murder
1: or spreading lies on the internet. Where do we draw the line? People think they can get away with saying anything they want irrespective of the consequences. A show that needs no introduction. At the time of its cancellation in 2010, the original Law and Order was not only the longest-running primetime drama on American television, it also spawned a string of spin-offs. Now, in 2023, the iconic series is back on binge with brand new episodes and continues to deliver both its trademark ripped from the headline stories and iconic dun dun. Sound, <laughs> <Alley>. <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't practiced saying that, well, but well I think done. I think it's okay. Dun, 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 dun. We're just gonna
0: start singing, yeah. aren't we? Um,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, so you're know, the longest running show on American network television. You get cancelled in 2010. They obviously didn't realize yeah. that. Come 2023, we're all into procedurals again. We're,
1: we'll all be desperate <laughs> we're for more all procedurals be wanting so. to
0: watch. So they come and they bring it back, but it's not a reboot. It's a it's a continuation, isn't it? Like there are a couple of the characters that were there through many of the thousands yes. are back. It's just-
1: just had a nice little 12-year 12, 12 break. break. <laughs> but Sam Watterson, as Jack McCoy, is back, the very long-running star of Law & Order with his raspy voice. Mm-hmm. He actually makes his 400th appearance on the show during these new episodes. Amazing, so 400. So tune in for oh that. God. And then Anthony Anderson, who people will know from the last few seasons mm-hmm. of the original iteration, Kevin Bernard is also back. Also- We've also got some new new but familiar faces with Cameron Manheim that people, of course, know from The Practice and many other things. Romy and um,
0: Michelle's
1: yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm, is that what she's best known for? But yeah, yes. For me, for um, me she is. <laughs> And Hugh Dancy is also one of the new leads of these new episodes. People may know him as Mr. Claire Danes, but <laughs> um, yes, very recognisable for many of his own things as well. Sorry, sorry, Hugh. <laughs> so yes, as we said... These are 32 brand new episodes, so, my God, welcome to somewhere and your new Law & Order binge.
0: Why is there 32?
1: Because we're dropping two whole seasons at Uh once. Got it, Um, okay. So, yeah, so the show came back. It was a huge hit. They rolled straight into another season. So, yeah, we're dropping 32 fresh, unseen in Australia episodes of Law & Order. And then next year it's already been renewed for season 23rd or whatever, so we'll be back with even more. So, yeah, if you love Law & Order, Who doesn't? Jump jump, jump in. I love that you
0: get conclusion in every episode. There's obviously a story out because they all work together and the more you watch, that's cool. But, like, you can just drop in, drop out. You don't have to watch them in order. Case of the week, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Just the classic and sometimes, you know, classic's what you want.
1: So speaking of the cases of the week, like I said, Law and Order and its many spin-offs, we've also got Criminal Intent and SVU on Binge if you want to. Keep watching War and Order after this, but it's iconic, ripped from the headline stories, always a sort of like nodding at things that are happening in the culture at, at the time. So there's a couple of quite interesting storylines in these new seasons that we're dropping. One of the first episodes is actually a sort of Elizabeth Holmes Theranos mm-hmm. style story, which is really interesting, looking at this like tech COO and a murder that happens. There's another episode that is sort of a similar Britney Spears conservatorship style thing with a sort of pop star and a complicated family, which is really interesting. And the, the very first episode of these new seasons is actually a bit of a sort of Cosby Weinstein style Me Too story where a man who's been accused of, you know, dozens of assaults over his career is murdered. And obviously there's lots of potential perpetrators who wanted to see him dead. So yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting way to kick off these new episodes. But yeah, like you said, it's all self-contained. The first half they're sort of finding who did it. And the second half they're in the courtroom finding them guilty or not. 32 new episodes, all of them for you right now on binge. Look, I, I think this will get some people through summer.
0: Awesome. It's good
1: to have it. Tiny side note, just before we wrap up, there's this really funny moment in 30 Rock, also streaming on Binge, <laughs> where Jack and Liz are talking about something and Jack goes, Oh, well, at least we've still got Law and Order. <laughs> and this was like in this was in like 2010. And Liz goes, we canceled it. And Jack's like, What?
0: Why? <laughs> so I,
1: I love that even then people were like, Why would we possibly cancel this iconic show? And it's like the it news. Took, it took them a decade to correct their error, but yeah, Law and Order, brand new episodes. Streaming now on Binge. This case is front page news.
0: He was one of the most famous men in America. Just because you're suffering and you're filled with anger doesn't mean you get to play God.
1: You have a bright future in this office. The new HBO series Love Has Won, The Cult of Mother God, follows the bizarre and shocking life and death of Amy Carlson, whose combination of New Age spirituality, conspiracy theories, live streaming, and drug use makes for a cult leader unlike any we've seen before. They called her Mother God. Mother God.
0: This is Mother God.
1: She is the leader of an organization called Love Has Won. She has a divine plan to help humanity.
0: 19 billion years old. Reincarnated Jesus. She was Joan of Arc, Cleopatra. She's God.
1: Ali, you haven't watched this one yet, have you?
0: I have not, but I love me a good documentary. So tell me about it, please. When did she
1: die? Let's start. So, only re- relatively recently, she was only 45 when she died. She had a fairly normal upbringing. She was the manager at McDonald's and was working her way up through sort of the corporate ranks of McDonald's. And at some point, she sort of discovered spirituality, and then she starts to have some followers. Her family starts to get a bit worried about her. She connects with this guy online, and before you know it, she's out living in like rural america and sort of starting a bit of a compound and
0: before that was she living quite a normal uh, before she found god had she been living quite not normal but like a more
1: yeah a pretty traditional life and her family sort of noticed that she started to be reading more online and started to be sort of saying slightly odd things about nature and love and creation and all these things so not exactly sure what clicked in her, but something did. And she's decided to really change her life and start having these followers. She basically saw herself as like Mother Earth. She thought she'd been reincarnated 500 times. She thought she'd been Cleopatra and Joan of Arc. I think she basically thought she created the Earth and her followers believed her. And this isn't a spoiler because this is where the documentary starts. She dies and she's found in this compound with all these people around her sort of mummified, she had told everyone that she was going to, like, transcend this physical world. So even though she was dead and they're not sure how long she was dead before she was found and all these people were still living there with her dead body there, it's because she told everyone that she was going to, you know, transcend and go on to the next world. So everyone thought it was really normal to have this dead body around. So that's kind of where the story kicks off and then the documentary sort of goes back.
0: Why do they think it's normal to have the dead body around?
1: Ah, Because, well, they're very spiritual and new agey and they would talk about how, you know, their physical being wasn't important and then, you know, they would shed it at some point and all that kind of stuff. And
0: do we work out who killed her or how she died or was she murdered?
1: So this is a three-parter. We're fast-tracking it from the US. So I have only seen the first episode, so I'm not exactly sure, but there is some allusion to... So she gets very into drugs and alcohol, because she thinks that's a way of sort of connecting with the world and the earth and everything around her. But she also thinks that this like, silver water thing will will like keep her disease free so it looks like she's been consuming a lot of this thing which is potentially toxic so that is probably what killed her but that's just my guess at the moment yeah so it's really weird it has this great intersection with the internet because to raise money they live streamed all the time so there's all this great footage of them live streaming and being online and having facebook groups and like selling stuff and like they would sell things online to make money and yeah so it's this really interesting intersection of the internet and commerce and religion and cults and yeah. So she calls herself Mother God, but she also finds these Father Gods, and it's it's almost like a role reversal of the male cult leader who is often using his position to you know marry a bunch of women or mm-hmm. whatever. She had this sort of tendency of collecting these Father Gods, who were these men that she would say she was like spiritually connected to Mm -hmm. and yeah, some of the father gods that she brought into her life maybe were even a bit crazier than her. So yeah, it is about Amy, but it's also about sort of the group of people that she brought into her life through these really like, you know, on people who are, who are spiritual and new age and things but it definitely crossed a line into sort of conspiracy theories they became very pro-trump they became very anti-covid they really got into QAnon during the, as well during the pandemic it honestly looked like they were just grabbing onto anything that was happening in the world it's sad and fascinating and also and it because- sounds like
0: i want to know what happens after she dies and what happens to the cult and everything it sounds yeah interesting to follow
1: and they talk to a lot of the people who were in the cult and who are still in the cult. So, yeah, it's, it's fascinating because it's also so recent as well. Like this is pretty fresh mm-hmm. stuff. So they're living online. They're living through the pandemic. Yeah it did remind me of The Vow, Mm -hmm. the the Nexium story, which we have, and Q, Q, Into the Storm, that other documentary we had about QAnon, because it's all kind of circling that same area, but in a much more sort of spiritually focused way. And, yeah, there's been some other documentaries, I think on Netflix or Amazon, about Twin Flames and a few other Mm -hmm. of these sort of culty religious things. So, yeah, if any of that interests you, then, yeah, this one is really juicy. I'm not sure that's the right word. But, yeah, it's really... You you really get sucked into it. So I can't wait for the next episode.
0: Sounds like there's a lot there to get stuck into. I will Yeah.
1: And if I didn't explain it, Love Has Won was sort of the name that they gave themselves, which interestingly they talk about how one of the men that comes into the group didn't like the old name because it was like Galactic Warriors or something really weird. And he had a marketing background. So he's like, let's rebrand it. So they rebrand <laughs> as Love Has One. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's very modern and interesting take on sort of the cult and religious story that we've heard before but yeah new episodes of love has won the cult of mother god are streaming each tuesday on binge
0: amazing thank you more people wanted to come that's when the drama started to kick off we are gonna give you guys the truth yeah.
1: no she drank a lot of cool little silver
0: it turns you blue it's like what does it oh, god is here. Surrender. i am Sometimes creation looks a little messy. John, we're up to dinner party recommendations, favourite gems, hidden gems, things we talk about with friends over dinner and recommend them to watch on Binge. What have you got to tell us about this week?
1: Well, I'm going to talk about something that's not brand new but has a reason to be talked about again, and that is FBoy Island Australia.
0: Ooh. Listeners, we can't apparently swear on the podcast, but F does not stand for fun. I mean- <laughs>
1: but the show is lots of fun. It and it is three beautiful single women deciding who's a nice guy and who's an F boy out of 24 very interesting men and the reason i'm talking about this is because season two has just been announced and we are in casting so if you are a lady looking for a love or you're a nice guy or you're maybe not a nice guy you're a fun uh, boy you're a fun boy, then, yeah, please throw your hat in the ring because season one was so much fun. Abby Chatfield is a revelation as a host. And, yeah, we can't wait to see what happens in season two. And if you've not seen season one, the whole thing's up there for you now.
0: And all the, you've got some American seasons to watch.
1: Yeah, some American seasons. And unlike a lot of reality shows, like, no, not a spoiler, but like, we found some love last season, so...
0: And it's it's, it's different because it's kind of giving power back to the ladies who get to choose who they want to date and they can choose to date a fun boy or a nice guy, but ultimately they're in control. They're not lining up to get given roses or for someone else to judge them. It's kind of... Power to the ladies, and then Abby. And
1: calling out bad behaviour.
0: Yeah, some great. Which
1: there's not enough of on reality TV. Well, there's or... enough
0: bad behaviour, but there's not. I oh, was yes, not enough, not enough calling, call, out. <laughs> calling out. Yes, <laughs> is what I meant. Yeah, but that's that's great news, and yeah, we can't can't wait to get it back. So yeah, check it out, F Boy Island yeah. Australia. Well, from one Australian version of a reality juggernaut to another, I cannot believe we are up to episode. Seven this week of Real Housewives of Sydney without talking about it. It started. We've just coming back from a trip. You were still on holidays. So we've had the last five or six weeks of new episodes dropping, and golly gosh, haven't we got people talking? Yes. Real Housewives of Sydney is the first time we've had a Sydney season for over six years. They did do one Sydney season back in 2017 and it didn't return until now and we've got lots of new cast members and some new housewives. Two of the kind of housewives from the first season have returned, but really we drop you into a whole new world of the the, the fancy world of, of the Sydney's eastern suburbs and follow these ladies as they do life and lunch and love and
1: fun. My favorite things, life, lunch and love.
0: Life, lunch and love, <laughs> yes. Not always in that order. Um, but, you know, just amazing access to see the their lives, the beautiful homes they live in. You get to see their children and their husbands and a lot, you know, but, but their households and their families. And a really interesting range of women, their ages, you know, from 39 to somewhere in their 50s. The older. The old. <laughs> <laughs> not going to give anyone's ages away. Yeah, nice range of ages, but also different stages of life, different ages of children. Yeah, um, not single, everybody... married, yeah. younger kids, older kids, yeah. yeah. So, you know, housewives in the modern sense of the world, you know, women of Sydney, you know, wealthy, privileged women of Sydney going about their life. So. It and FBoy have set big, big records for the platform, haven't they? Really kind of getting really big audiences into them.
1: Yeah, you can't open up most news sites <laughs> these days without some Real Housewives of Sydney goss on the front page. And we've also got so, yeah. Real
0: Housewives of Beverly Hills going out every week, which is super popular, and new episodes of Below Deck. So, yeah, if reality TV is your jam, there's always something new dropping nearly every day of the week at the moment, so check it out. What would awesome. your line be John? They have a line and they come up with it every season.
1: Kate who's the vet is something like I'm an animal lover but I'm no pussycat. That's, that's like that.
0: right. What would John Boehm's line be?
1: Something about why am I possibly on this show or <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I think I'm more likely to end up on F-Boy than Real Housewives no. but <laughs> anything anything is possible.
0: Anything's possible. There's a range of things we've talked about this week. You've got Housewives, reality shows, cool docos,
1: Law and Order, and Law and Order.
0: I know that yep. is just like sit back on the couch, everyone, and there's your viewing made for the next few days.
1: Yeah, when when are we going to make Law and Order Sydney? Ali, speaking of <laughs> reboots. <three birds>. okay, <laughs> okay enough, enough, enough. I love living by Sydney Harbour. Very lucky.
0: I think people have a view that's full of snobs or people who think they're better than other people actually pretty spot
1: on people say that money doesn't buy you happiness but it makes it a whole lot better cheers cheers this week on skip intro we discussed law and order we talked about love has won the cult of mother god ali recommended that you check out the real housewives of sydney which is up to ep6 with new episodes dropping each tuesday and i recommended that you dust off your application form for fboy island australia which is now casting for season two All of these are streaming for you now on Binge, which, of course, you can find on your favourite device. I'm John Bohm, joined every week by Ali Herbert Burns. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast was produced by Dan Barrett with audio editing and mixing by Chrissy Yates. And we'll be back next week with more Skip Intro. (laughs) Dun-dun.